1: i'm Al, that's jk and this is the don't tell your mum podcast coming up a confession from a dad who uses ebay to get out of a very sticky situation plus we're going to be talking about the attainment gap however big or small you might think it is that our children will now be facing from being homeschooled by us for the last four months plus jk has got new food tech all that and more coming up on the don't tell your mum podcast
0: um wh- why is it so noisy your
1: end uh, that is the air conditioning unit. Ah, so um, are, 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 you you, are you in your, your, your what? Out the what? It's, it's, there's an air conditioning unit
0: just outside the window. So hang on a second. I was about to say because I know that you are in the dad's net office today. Yes. So I was I like, "Geez, things are looking up. You've got you've got air conditioning <laughs> in the dad's net office now." But
1: what? is it your air conditioning? No, no. What? What then? No, it's the the unit is on the wall outside the window, blowing the hot air that it's sucking out of <laughs> someone else's office into my window.
0: <laughs> so you haven't got air con You've got the opposite. You've got a heater. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. In the summer, in the winter, it's lovely. And it's
0: currently twenty-four degrees where we are, which yeah. is fantastic. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and the sun shines on this window as well. Close it, close it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really want to hear. I don't want to hear the um, the Chinese restaurants uh, air conditioning from next door. I bet you're smelling some really nice chicken chow mein there, aren't you? Oh,
1: do you know, if if it was that, I wouldn't be able to be in this office. <laughs> I, w- I would have to choose something different. Re- reasons for not having this office? It's next door to a Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> we can't
0: purely. We, we can't seem to sell this 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 bit of office space. I don't know why. Yeah, because it's next to a Chinese. And everyone just—they'll get fat.
1: Oh, I—I I wouldn't. Honestly, I would not be getting be able to get through the door. I'd be huge. <laughs> I'd be absolutely huge. Oh, how have you been? How's your week been? It's been okay. Yeah, we uh we took the we took the camper van out for the first first the first maiden voyage at the weekend. Yeah, because of lockdown. Oh yeah, good point. It's but, the first opportunity we've really had. But
0: you still could have used the camper van during lockdown, surely, because you're in your own bubble
1: on your driveway I could have but you can't you weren't allowed to travel were you
0: uh, Without, outside of
1: 5 kilometers, I probably could have gone on my parents driveway
0: you could have yeah exactly you could have gone from your driveway to your parents driveway which is 0.6 miles and you could have <laughs> exactly. had a little trip there
1: yeah would have been great I wouldn't be able to see my parents yeah.
0: so. <laughs> can you turn the water on dad yeah it's alright turn the water on yeah. yeah can you clean up my ship please <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh good old days <laughs> oh do you remember it i remember it well. <laughs> well yeah so that that was fine like it was good actually jen um jen survived like like mission 101 was that jen survives like temperature and food and kind of managing all of that stuff making sure jen is fine that was the mission and, and she came back saying she really enjoyed it and she'd like to do it much more so was hey. it just
0: was it just you
1: two or was it was did teddy go as well or what yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It wasn't. It wasn't one of those uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. rock and roll beds. when if, the wagons, if the wagons wasn't, wasn't shaking, window. no, if, if the wagons are rocking, rockin', don't come yeah, a knocking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it wasn't one of those. It was. Um, if yeah, Jen's feet are out the
0: sunroof. Then just leave us alone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sunroof, mate. But no, not that posh. All right then. Okay, window <laughs> sticking out the boot. <laughs> um, we uh, yeah, we worked. So we took the kids. We took Louie and Teddy um isla can come but um but yeah so and they they were fine and then actually one of ted's schoolmates was on the same campsite so they were able to kind of play a bit together as well so it was good it was nice like everything worked i've made a bit of storage put some drawers in had a little camping stove filled it with food, put in some lights. It's got a ledger battery, some lighting. It was, it was good. It was good.
0: So yeah. the maiden voyage and now the, um, the milometer is at 300,441 miles. Is that right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Don't draw attention to the fact that my... My van has the capability, the mileage that warrants driving to the moon and back several times.
0: I mean, that one is a, a philly, apparently we've looked at the, uh, the the previous keepers and owners. Um, a Phileas Fogg was the uh, the previous
1: keeper of <laughs> Al's camper is. I could have driven to the moon <laughs> and and some two hundred thirty eight thousand miles to yeah. get to the moon. Right, and the <laughs> previous
0: owner before that was uh, was a, a, a Noah Ark. <laughs> <laughs> smells of, smells giraffes in there a little bit but when you get when you get the the animal smell out it's a real bargain trust me (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyway it was good how was your weekend what do we do um so on a similar uh theme actually we went to uh westgate which is near margate and uh charlie's parents die and eastgate as well i don't know uh, and it's near lots of gates if you go in the countryside there's lots of gates (laughs) to lots of lovely fields And we we went down, and they've got they've got a caravan. Do you remember a while back we talked about um, holidaying, like holidaying
1: nostalgia? and I said we did a whole episode on it
0: exactly yeah one of my worst um, memories uh, the only holiday I remember as a kid was us going to a campsite in Tenby in Wales my dad got there and we turned round and went home within two hours because he couldn't understand the TV because it was in Welsh (laughs) well um, a few of those memories came back and it was just haunting oh it was and they've got they've got an amazing caravan they literally it is beautiful it is fantastic but there was just a few memories there where I I was like, "Yeah, this is uh, you know you do that sort of uh, shudder."
1: Like, Did Charlie come in and just find you kind of rocking in the corner, like rocking, sweating? Flashbacks. Yeah,
0: yeah. Going, <laughs> and I was, I was facing the wall, going, "I don't want to be here. I don't want to be
1: here. You can't it's force funny. me. To, can't force me to go home. You can't force me to go home." Mummy, what's wrong with Daddy? Why Why is he rocking in the corner?
0: He's just having a serious flashback. Was Daddy in the war? No, he went on holiday to Wales in a caravan.
1: Oh, okay, all right then. Fine, that's absolutely fine.
0: Um, so, yeah, we went down there, but we went to, went to the beach, and it was, oh, do you know what? It is true what they say, that you can take your kids... To a beach, you literally go and buy, or if you're tight like me, take your bucket and spade with you. But go and buy a bucket and spade for two pounds, and they will just dig, not for just hours, but for days. I mean, I think Noah and Luna pretty much dug the second Channel Tunnel. It was—you can just leave them. Brilliant.
1: You can. I mean, that's the thing. And the, you know, throwing stones, uh, you know, just back—it's back to base isn't it? Paddling, oh. jumping over waves—it really is. It is. Really is. Did, Did you yeah. get sunburned?
0: um I don't really tend to get sunburnt, to be honest with you.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear uh, a funny story well... quickly? Then we must move on. Okay, go on. Right, what, this is By day the way, can one I of I just our. Say, I'm not
0: condoning not putting on suntan lotion because we know what's going to happen. I always put Factor 30 on. Thanks.
1: <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> right, well this, this is this is what happened. Jen and I went on our. We were on a honeymoon before we got married um, because we were teachers and we were got, getting married at the end of the summer. So we thought we'd gone on holiday beforehand. Anyway, we went to Greece. And um, and actually, it was, it was when we were having our first miscarriage. So we were in Greece kind of miscarrying. It was, yeah. it was wow. pretty horrific. Anyway... Yeah. This is a funny story, so to lighten the mood. Um, day one, right, we get by the pool, and uh, Jen's, like, covering herself in factor 50 or whatever it is, and she says, do you want some? And I go, no, 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 I don't really burn that much, Jen. I'm fine. I always tan. Like, I just get a good tan. And bearing in mind, I'm not really massive into, um, I've never really been on much many kind of beach and pool, sit-by-the-pool kind of holidays before. So this is my first real proper experience, right? I was, no, no, no I'll be fine, Jen. Anyway, spent all day there. And then we go back to the room to get ready to go to dinner, okay? And I said to Jen, Oh, Jen, I don't think I'm feeling very well. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'll be fine, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. And I just, and then I just sort of rolled on the bed. And I couldn't get dressed. I felt sick. I felt ill. I felt dizzy. And I was like, Jen, I'm going to have to... I'm sorry, I can't go to dinner. I was in bed asleep by 6pm with sunstroke.
0: No, and people don't realise what sun... If you've never had
1: a sunstroke... My yeah, God, horrible. it's horrific, horrible. It really that is. Was day, that was day one of our honeymoon. Day two, we went. We actually managed to get to the restaurant, and as we went in, they said, "Oh, you're not allowed in here." So, and I said, "Why not? I'm, I've paid. It's all inclusive." What do you mean I'm not allowed? And he says, "You can't wear um, shorts." In, into the restaurant and I was like "All oh, right, okay um, Jen said just just go back and put some trousers on and then I just felt like the, the colour drained from my head thinking shit I didn't pack any trousers <laughs> oh, I'm going you, to Greece why don't I you no were, pack trousers I
0: thought you were going to say no my legs were so sunburnt, I couldn't put my trousers on it hurt too much
1: <laughs> <laughs> no I mean that would have been better oh, could, at least I had a genuine excuse that's what you should
0: have said <laughs> yeah
1: anyway anyway, um, anyway let's get on with the confession um, we're digressing here Um, And this confession has to be one of the best things I have ever read sent into Dad's Net. We'll do it next. So, uh, welcome back to the
0: Don't Tell Your Mum podcast with me, JK, and uh, Al, who we are. We are both currently in our, well, he's in the Dad's Net office. He's really posh. And I'm, I'm just in my shed at the bottom of the garden. Um
1: but you join us which, this- which is actually ironic because your the finish of your office is far more important <laughs> and better than the finish of this office. I, we have to walk down Piss Alley to get into this office, right? How, That's do, what we call hey, it.
0: how it do you stinks. know that I don't have to walk down Piss Alley and it's my own fault? <laughs> you do, but it's your own
1: piss. <laughs> it's when- not the homeless guy up the roads. It's
0: a bit like when if I have a beer down here, if I, if we're doing this podcast sometimes, I'll have a beer and I go, Oh, I need a wee. Can I? Can, have I uh, can I do it? Will I make it in time? whilst getting my, flat, my flies undone and ah oh, no, well, I'll, just piss in, I'll piss in the bush. It's absolutely open door. Fine. Anyway, that's yeah. that's my
1: confession. Let's do someone else's confession. So this is anonymous, and as I'm reading this, you will understand why this is anonymous. Because if if this ever if this guy ever got found out, honestly, we would have a murder on our hands. Okay, can, can we actually do this? Is is it oh, legal? Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and it's also hilarious. It's I, just the, hilarious. I just
0: had the hand of the don't tell your mum lawyers pressing down on my shoulder there. So
1: <laughs> no, no, all good. Right, get ready. Here we go. Okay. Dear J K and Al, long time listener. I've got a couple more episodes to go, and then I've listened to every single episode. Love it. Quality stuff, guys. Thank you. Very nice start Very nice I think he's buttering us up I think he is He's doing well So here's my confession My son lost his first tooth last week It was a momentous occasion for both me and my wife But for my wife It was as if he'd grown up and left for university She took it a lot more seriously than I did I know it's commonplace for parents to keep their children's milk teeth when they fall out, and I'm all for this, but, and really, this is completely my wife's error. She gave me the tooth to put in a safe space. Which I did, I think. I mean, I'm sure it's here somewhere very safe, I just don't know where. (laughs) Right, first thing, he's lost the milk tooth. Anyway, that's not the confession. Knowing that owning up to misplacing this tooth I knew would be a mistake, so instead I went onto the internet and purchased a random milk tooth. (laughs) Yes, it turns out you can actually buy someone else's teeth online. It arrived and I put it into the drawer for safekeeping and I will never, ever, ever be telling my wife. He's gone onto
0: eBay and he's he's bought a milk tooth which he's lost somewhere in the house. Yeah, I mean from that. someone else's kid. I mean, that. so he's got someone else's kid. But she's never <laughs> going to know. <laughs> no, and this, exactly. might, I reckon, this must this must happen all the time.
1: It's kind of genius, really. Someone someone selling milk teeth making a fortune. I'm going to have to do a quick search. <laughs> How brilliant is that? eBay milk tooth also you just know that it's there are so many parents out there who who do this misplace them they must cause so many rows as well you can't surely you can't buy a milk tooth
0: you're on ebay yeah (laughs) you can't i reckon this bloke's having this on you can buy milk tooth holders
1: i've got cosmetic teeth fake teeth can you buy false teeth Human teeth, Etsy. Human teeth? Real human teeth, Etsy. No. no I mean, uh, you can.
0: Um, you can I mean, get anything
1: are, on the internet. We know that. Yeah, yeah. It might not have been eBay. These ones are quite decorative. <laughs> Someone, oh my God. Someone's got it in a ring. Is, <laughs> human teeth in a ring. That is quite incredible, isn't it? Jeez. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we do know it can be done then. There you go! What genius? Well, forgive him, totally forgive him because that is just really a fine piece of get get your ass out of a hole. That is respect <laughs> to Mister Anonymous.
1: I think that's great. Can you imagine though when it comes out in twenty five years if she if she looks on an eBay account and see a previous search history of milk teeth? Well, no, not that I you know
0: I do this sort of stuff, but surely he would have set up a fake you know a, a, another email account and. Yeah, yeah, and would have just done that, you know, anonymous at me and that's how he would have done it.
1: That's coming from a pro.
0: I'm just pro saying that's writer. what I'm, that's the way my my detective brain works. If if I was devious, that's how I'd do it. No, detective, not devious. <laughs> detective, that's that's two different things. I'm the goody, not the baddie.
1: <laughs> just so you know. So you're you're completely forgiving, straight off the bat, hundred percent. For completely, you know, completely deceiving his wife. Thing is, when you say
0: deceiving, I I call it easy life. That's what I call. It. I just think, <laughs> why, why would you go through the stress? And that's going to overhang him forever. The first, the first tooth of their their precious child that he's misplaced. Which, do you know what? He's probably thinking as well. Mm. It'll probably turn up at some point. He's well, just this hoping, is the problem. Well, he's hoping that he's the one that finds it. That's yeah, that's what
1: he's thinking. What if she finds it? And then how do you then explain yourself? Oh, you just say it was the previous owners. <laughs> Not that I know this sort of stuff, but you just say,
0: Yeah. That must mean, be the previous owners, yeah.
1: Yeah. Or, someone or, or you really could think. say
0: that some one you know, one of their kids one of the, their kids' mates came round and it could be one of the kids that has fallen out. What,
1: in, in his sock drawer? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, they were playing, I don't know, hide the teddy bear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, I think he's opening a can of worms. So you're living very dangerously. Credit where credit's due, of course, for thinking on your feet. But I think you're playing a dangerous game, Mr. Anonymous. Honestly, happy wife, happy life. Ah, but honesty
0: is the best policy. Yeah, well, he hasn't technically. Has he? He's just.
1: <laughs> yes. He... Well, no, because the tooth is kind of in the he's house gone... somewhere. No, he's gone out of his way to manufacture a complete falsehood. Well, no, it's not manufactured. It's a real tooth (laughs) he (laughs) bought. It's not his kids. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. All right. Okay. Fine, 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 fine. Well, I'll go with it. I'll go with. No, um, no, no.
0: You stick with yours. That's fine. This, 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 we. we we, Yeah, we're allowed to have a A non-decision. It's fine. You know, at least Mr. Anonymous knows that I'm on his side, but he also knows that you're not. That's fine. Yeah. He'll take it it as a win. It's okay.
1: There, yeah, yeah, at least one of one of. One we should of open them. this up? Should I? Should I? Whilst we're recording this, should I just put it onto a poll onto the Dad's Net, saying what would you do? if... Right, you got to remember then that we need to come
0: back to this because you know what we're like. You know what I'm like. I forget everything.
1: Yeah, we are terrible. <laughs> right you you talk about what's coming up next do we know what's coming up next i
0: don't know what's coming up next i know you've sent me the script but i haven't printed it because a i've i've i forgot and b i'm a bit tight and i think i'm out of paper so um and we i think we should go paperless now because y- your scripts do sort of cut up an entire brazilian rainforest so um but the answer is i don't know what's coming up next <laughs> sorry
1: okay all right are we, we doing something to me. do with education yeah, we're going to be talking about how people feel about the fact that there is a, a widening attainment gap because kids haven't been at school. Um, but before that, we are going to be talking about pink and blue jobs in oh, the household. Okay, okay. well, we, yeah. we all know how this ends.
0: Talking about pink and blue jobs, people are going to say that this is sexist. You realise that, don't you?
1: Well, yes. I mean, it's a bit of a kind of historic way of describing, basically dividing up the jobs in the household, which everyone does. That's not a, that's not nothing about sex. It's some jobs that Jen does and some jobs I do. But, and people have historically described them as pink and blue. So let's put that in inverted commas. How about that? Well, I'm Feel trying to think
0: how, what other phrase we could use for it. Um, jobs around the house. That are either <laughs> okay. Let's stick with that, right? Okay, so let's let's quickly go through. So, what do you know are your jobs? So,
1: which jobs are yours? We always know the bins are our job, and yeah, I mean, I will take the bins out on the whole. Um, mainly, it's more of a bit of a strength and um, technique issue rather than a hygiene cleanliness issue. Because, like, lifting the bin out is, A, they're quite heavy by the time they're filled. And also, if you don't do it right, you rip the bag. The suction, yeah. But you need to have that little string on the inside,
0: which breaks the suction out. And mm-hmm. that's, you need those yeah. bin liners that you need. Or you pinch it with your feet. Pinch yeah. it with your feet. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, yeah. The old, the, old, the old pinching of the foot. Yes, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. I find that if you can just get it, if, if it's not too full, you can get it into a into your one hand. So you, you get the top and you, and you clench it. And then you you pull down on the one bit and pull up on the other. That sometimes works. But of course, the, the easiest one stick a pin in the side or just make a little hole in the side because it's all about really? suction. Yeah, that's well, what in
1: the doing. actual of the actual
0: bin. In or the, or the yeah, not too big though. In the actual in in the bin. Yeah, well either if you've got um, a bin, you can actually at the bottom as long as it's like plastic and it doesn't break it too much. You can put a hole there, or I think you put a hole in the bin itself. As in the, the bin bag.
1: <laughs> we're thinking about this a little bit much. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we, we, no, <laughs> yes, bins is normally what would be considered as, um, you know, a job that, that certainly Jen uh, doesn't do as much as I do. But but also I'll put the, the actual bins out. But again, it's probably a strength thing rather than. Um, okay, Can, could Jen climb into the bin? I'm
0: talking the big wheelie bin to flatten it down. Because that's, no. that's another job that we have to do
1: have you ever done that with your slippers and then you walk into the house in your slippers no cro- crocs only
0: crocs only for that outdoor no. crocs only in fact if you if you follow um my good mate Paddy McGuinness on Instagram you'll see that he always does bin chat when he's treading the bins down really yeah yeah it's it's a common thing bin chat bin and chat. what does he
1: what does he chat about I oh,
0: know, he just he just basically has a little you know, you know he does he does um he does little chat in the shower as well, doesn't he? Like shower news, he does bits like that. So, shower yes. news and bin chat. Okay, it? so um, other th- other jobs, I do the hoovering, right? And also, I do like as I've mentioned before, I do like to do the hoovering, especially. Well, you know how much I love tech and mm. vacuum cleaners oh, fall into got that your category. And I've got the new one. Yeah, I've got the Vax, so which has got headlights. So you know, check out now the checkout last week's. Uh, episode if you want to know the ultimate home cleaning system when it comes to hard floors and carpets because we nailed it last week.
1: <laughs> we did. It's got <laughs>
0: headlights on, both.
1: Yeah, it does have headlights, you're absolutely right. Um Hoovering okay, so the Stairs is, is, all... is a pain in the arse. Oh yes, yeah, certainly is. What would you do if you came home and saw Charlie Hoovering? Would you be a bit put out? No, Charlie does hoover as well.
0: Yeah she does. Yeah she and yeah. she's quite liking the new the new um the new vac. so she's you know but to, I, I know what she means. When when you have to start doing the stairs, then you have to start because you know you know what happens. They don't tend to change the instrumentation that you can on the vacuum cleaner. Mm, so like yeah. you can you know you can change it to a handheld and you can do the stairs. Well, Charlie won't bother with that. She'll just still try and do it as it is. So it's like no, that's the whole point of that. Look, this attachment
1: goes on, and you don't need to be doing that. It's like stacking a dishwasher, isn't it? Oh no, no, Is that...
0: Don't even start with
1: it. See, that. there are some jobs that Jen will do that I am looking at going, I could do this a lot better than you. <laughs> I won't tell you that. I'll try and beat you to it next
0: time because I know yeah. the feedback I'll get, but I could do that better.
1: Have you ever been in that position where you, you, particularly with the dishwasher, where you come to it, you look at it, and you go, what the hell has happened here? And then you try to redo it properly, but quietly without letting her know you're redoing what she's just done. No, it's like freaking Jenga. That's What happens,
0: you move one bit, everything can smash. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the problem because the way that they stack it, they
1: just tip everything into it. Oh, try and move it's one not stacked, glass, smash, it's tipped, tipped.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, we we put this into Dad's Net, and on the whole, a lot of people are kind of saying, w- What do you mean, pink and blue? as in it's an old fashioned term, it is, but I guess uh, nowadays things are just much more shared, right? Yeah. Like yeah, sometimes th- I'll do the washing, sometimes Jen will do the gardening, sometimes mind you, she's ne- she'll never mow the lawn. I'll always mow the lawn. I always mow the lawn, so- but Charlie always does the gardening. Yeah, so I suppose there are some things that are just but I, I don't know I don't know why really. I it's don't know, I a just lot of think mum's um, out there who mow the lawn. I like to think that you as as a couple, you you kind of in sync,
0: aren't you? You kind of know yeah. that if I leave him to do that, then he'll be better at it. If I leave her to do that she's far better at it you know like gardening I know that Charlie knows her stuff so she'll she'll deal with all that um, uh, and, and you know and if it comes to I don't know let's say a bit of painting or something she knows that I kind of know my stuff and she knows that I'll go through the hard work of masking off and stuff like that where she wouldn't do that Yeah. and, she has, and, and she'll be the first to admit she hasn't got the patience to do that she could do it but she just hasn't got the patience um, and that's a shitty job isn't it masking is like masking off to paint is a bit yeah. Yeah. So I kind of get it. I just, I think you're right. I think a lot of us are in sync and I think a lot of us know that if one person does it, they'll do it quicker and better. So let's just let them do it. Let let them do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Maybe just play to your strengths. Maybe it's not pink and blue. It's just play, play to your, your strengths. strengths. There it is. Yeah. Play to so if your strengths I go home jobs. and say, Jen, you're really good at doing the washing. So I think you should do more of it because it's your strength. Is that going to go? Is that going to work?
0: No, no. <laughs> no, it's not. And also the other day I hung out some washing and, and Charlie was like, well, no, you don't hang it. You don't fold it over because that side won't dry. And then she's hanging trousers, but she's doing them upside down. So the waist make, because the waist is the bit that has to dry the most because it's thicker so you have to hang the trousers upside down there's a whole technique to hanging washing out which I didn't know no and I, and, and, I mean but, but I would have done it differently so but at that point at that point I'll be like oh you just do it just yeah <laughs> I mean you, well you do that I'll go and do the hoovering alright let's just let's just do that alright I'll tell you what I'll go and restack the dishwasher from when you did it yeah. that's fine let's do that
1: yeah hey. someone here has just said that he's just asked his wife what are the pink and Blue jobs in their house, and his wife has said to him, uh, "There are no pink jobs." <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Quality. I like quality. it. Well, there you go. Let us know. Get in touch on social media at the Dad's Net um, or at JK Jason King. Let us know um, how, what you attend to do job wise in your household. Is it the hoovering like Jay? Is it the mowing the lawn like me? Is it stacking the dishwasher? In fact, take a photo of. Your partner's attempt at stacking the dishwasher and send it in. That's always good for good fun, isn't it? I'm head of tech. <laughs> head of tech is that, is that an official yeah. title in our household? I'm head of tech. Head of tech in the King household. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. She goes, which mainly, which mainly consists of me bringing some more tech into the house, and she going. Well, what, what do we need that for? And then like two days later, the Echo Show 8 that I've got, she's watching all her house on it and all uh, like the affair and she's loving it and she's doing it whilst... The, oh, that's a little tip for you here. So usually, if Charlie cooks, I'll wash up or if I cook, Charlie will wash up. So that again, that's another, you know, that's a kind of another 50-50. Split Just up, split, yeah. That's, yeah, that's good. Now, she always wants to wash up. And she always wants to pack stuff away because of the Echo Show 8, which obviously you can have Amazon Prime and stuff on, so you can watch TV on it. She's just, she's going through all her box sets. So Charlie is now wanting to tidy up and wash up in the kitchen. So literally she's like, I'll do it, leave it, I'll do it. It took me a while thinking, I usually do this. What's going on? And then I realized she wants a bit of peace and quiet away from me and the kids, and she's In the zone, just tidying up, washing up, clearing up after dinner, and she's watching her box sets. She loves it.
1: That's a brilliant dad hack. Either way, here this works. Yeah. If you have to do any house any chores, you can watch what you want to watch whilst you are doing it. Yeah. But also, it's a way of encouraging, gent- gently encouraging your your partner to do more in the kitchen.
0: Well, no, I'm doing. You know, she's happy. She's happy to do it, and she's getting away from. The main thing is she's getting away from me, and she's getting away from the kids. I mean, this is just this is perfection. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> there you go. What a what a good dad hack. Um, excellent. Coming up soon, we're going to be talking about the attainment gap amongst our kids due to none of our kids going to school over lockdown. Or some, well, I suppose, key kids excluded, but you know what I mean. Yeah.
0: So I suppose the the question we're asking you right now is if your your child or your children haven't gone back to school due to coronavirus and you know covid are you worried that they're missing out on their education that's what we're covering right now
1: yeah exactly and just to frame it there is so we've been talking about this in the dad's net community on facebook um if you want to join it you can just um search for um the dad's net on facebook and join the biggest community um about eighteen thousand dads in there now um but we're talking about it and one one dad was sort of saying what's the gap between like because most kids have been off so surely everyone's just going to be slightly behind rather than a big gap. But actually, that's not strictly true. So, for example, there is a study that has said um, that uh, boys will... will the, the gap will be wider for boys, between boys and girls, which is always there. There's always an attainment gap between boys and girls. Like, summer-born boys are at a disadvantage to uh, winter-born girls. Mm. Uh, you know, as, a, as an education professional opinion, that's that's a, a fact, a data-driven fact. But also, um, there's this big concern here about that COVID nineteen is widening the attainment gap between disadvantaged children and their better-off peers. Um, and there's been a study that says um, the estimated gap could widen from eleven percent to seventy-five percent, wow. um, which is quite huge. When you know, when you think about, there's already a challenge in a classroom where obviously you're dealing with different abilities. There's already a challenge. But actually, if you think about, like, take take like an average class from the UK, right? In that class, you're going to have some children who are already high performing, but also have very supportive parents, perhaps one parent who's at home all the time, so doing a lot more homework, and over lockdown has been doing a lot of homeschool. And then on the other end, you've got, um, you know, a slightly lo- a lower achieving child anyway, with working parents who have had to, you know, muster something together to try and have some time to do anything with the kids, or maybe you know, it's a it, there's a family and actually they they don't have the ability to deliver a homeschooling program like some of the other parents have. So actually, you've now got some children who have done nothing for four months except kind of drift about and in front of a screen and then some kids who've had 4 hours a day with with a you know highly engaged parent and now they're going to be going back to school in the same class that's mm. that's like i mean i'm that's like the extremes but that's what the you know the situation for some people okay so you you as a former teacher what 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 do you
0: think is you know the the reality of of kids having so what are we saying 3 4 months off school is that what we're saying yeah probably around about that isn't it so um so my, my son Noah uh was it was is is in reception so mm-hmm. this you know it was a very I would say that's a very important year yes I know you know from an educational point of view it doesn't it's not deemed to be you know a real important year but from a socializing and getting him ready for school to to, to get to you know to go to that next gear of of actually learning it's a very very important time hence why yeah. reception kids wanted they wanted them to go back and why he did go back on whatever date it was in June you know early June yeah so what what do you think then let's talk about i don't know someone that's in year 2 of primary school and they're missing out on 3 4 months of education your professional opinion your formal professional opinion are they missing out that much
1: well, it's it's a fact that, um, or rather, I should say, there is evidence that children learn less when they're not in school. Even if you've got a parent who is doing a few hours a day with you at a table, children learn less when they're not in school. Um, and from that, from just from that kind of top level headline. Yes, children are going to have obviously therefore learnt less over the last three months, regardless of what year they're in. Now, there is probably some uh, evidence that would say that okay, so a year, a reception and year one, the development, the development that happens between in in those two years is probably greater than the development that happens happen (laughs) that happens development that happens between years three and four. Right. So therefore, it's not as such a bigger issue for children who are in year three or four than it might be for children in um, reception in year one. Because in year one, they're learning... Um, and reception. They're learning kind of social skills. Mm. They're learning fine motor and gross motor. They're learning routines, things like dressing themselves for PE and, um, you know, hygiene stuff, all of that kind of things and being part of a group and being in order and learning respect. And there's so much more that kind of a year three and a four has already covered. They've already done all that. Um, so on top of just learning your ABCs and your phonics and your, uh, your numbers, number bonds or whatever, um, Mm you know, there's there's greater things that they will be missing out on from reception. And now they've got to go into year one, particularly reception, now they're going into year one, it's almost like they've missed all of that kind of um, societal learning that they would have done in reception. And so at some point, something's got to give. Um, there was, in this study that um, we're kind of using, it's from the EEF um, and charities that include the Sutton Trust in Pet and Nesta. Never heard of them, but they sound cool. Um, but it says that, because um, uh, they're going to be putting, obviously some schools will be having to put in some extra measures in place. Uh, oh, this is from the analysis, right? It says this, it says, it is highly unlikely that a single or short-term catch-up strategy will be sufficient to compensate for the lost learning due to school closures. Um, that's from this analysis. So I think that even where schools will be putting in catch-up places, there's still going to be an element where children have missed. They've they've had to, you know they've missed out, and I do think it's worse for those younger years. Um, but also, you know, there are children who are going to be expected to go back into um, Year Six in September, and in at the end of September, they're going to have to do the eleven plus. They're going mm. to want to do the eleven plus. Okay, for can, those places that has it,
0: but from you know, I don't have the, the, the professional outlook on teaching that, that you have. But what I will say is that aren't, aren't the majority of us all in this together, not just here in the UK, but worldwide. So aren't, isn't everyone starting on the same sort of, you know, level pegging? Well, yes.
1: Well, yes. Everyone is in the same situation in terms of schools closed, but not everyone is in the same situation in terms of the ability of their child, the the money and resources that parents have and families have to close the gap. So, so for example, there'll be a lot of parents now who will be starting tutoring. They'll be sending their children for tutoring. Well, tutoring is thirty pound an hour. Mm. Like that's only accessible to those who can afford thirty pounds an hour. Yeah. So, so for those kids, they're now going to be catching up much quicker than the people who can't afford £30 an hour. So whilst we're all in the same situation, having had no access to schools, we're not in the same economic, socio-economic or societal situations, are we? We're all we're, all, we're all so different.
0: Wouldn't it have been a better option? I know this sounds ridiculous, but wouldn't, this, wouldn't it have been a better option for the education department to say, no one homeschool, let everyone stay as they are? And then we'll all come back to school at the same level. Surely that makes more sense than people home educating for for some people that have iPads, some people that can afford 30 pounds an hour for tutoring. Some people that, you know, can still do their piano lessons, whatever it is. Surely we should have just said, have a holiday for three, four months, and then we'll all come back together and we'll start learning again.
1: Yeah, to a degree, yes. Although, although I mean, like maybe uh, I'm, I'm just big, wondering. Have whether... a big fuck off holiday.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Forget yeah, the yeah, six maybe. weeks. we will just it a bit yeah. more. But that to or, me or... would have made sense because it was abnormal times. You know, it yeah. was just why don't you just have some amazing quality time with your family? Mm. And, and like this, this won't happen very often. Yeah, we might yeah. have another spike or whatever, you know. But but this sort of thing does not happen very often. Yeah,
1: or or. Or what you could do is just um, not no, not move up, so nobody moves up to the next year for another year. Yeah, yeah. Do you see what I mean? So, so if, if your kids in year five, they go back in September and they start almost start year five again. Yeah, and <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't know whether this is all uh, talking rollocks, but it is yeah, completely but it's not. Why it, Well, you never know, do you? If, if, and then if everyone just started the year again, then you don't have to worry about exams, although, although I suppose some would argue that, actually, therefore, those who were in exam years would have, they've had two years to yeah. prepare for the exam, whereas previous have not. Or you just shift them. So you just move the exams to, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Well, the
0: thing is, right, some government advice, regardless of n- not just schools, but everything, was a bit, you know, it's, it's that classic thing, okay, you can go to a shop right now without a mask on, but when you, when you hear this maybe next week, you... you you can't. So, what yeah. what stops you from wearing a mask on a on a Monday where well, you don't have to, but on a Friday you do? It's you know yeah. all of this sort of guidance is. Well, you know where I'm going. I just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. It, it just seems it's, to me it would have been easier just to say right. Let's everyone stop. Don't and let's pick this back up when things go back to normal.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's one. So our school that Ted's in is. We're so happy that they've made this decision but um, when they go back in September, they're all going to have the same teacher. Yeah. And and that's a massive help Mm. because you, because that teacher knows them all already and can almost pick up where they left off. Um, they don't have to just start from okay, now Ted's going to year two, he has to start the year two syllabus. actually, because he knows his teacher and his teacher knows him, if he still needs to do some of the bits and pieces from year one, she can still do that. She knows she knows his levels already. She doesn't have to spend you know a month or two months um working that out. so I think that's that's a really good i guess a short term fix that's going to help towards not having such a big gap um it's it's, i don't know whether it's helpful but i can read out kind of what the what people are saying within dad's net like i think um i think it's quite a good so this guy duncan he's just said that um this year group will always be known as the covid years Mm. going through education and and it's almost like okay yeah that well that was the covid cohort um wasn't it and so there might be some allowances from that point of view um james says he's very concerned his six-year-old hasn't engaged in learning at home and we've not heard anything from the school about how they plan to catch the kids up other than phonics um will now be two groups instead of 30 um or four groups of 15 or i guess they're just making smaller groups um to to try and catch them up so he's very concerned, um, but whereas Anthony, he's not He's not concerned at all. Um, not only has his wife been a superstar with it all, the school is also amazing at staying in touch. And although uh, Jazz, that uh, might be the name of his child, I don't know, um, said they don't currently know what, what to do, they have said that they will by September. Um, so in theory, there are some plans being put in place. Right. Um, mike has just said here i think they should close all schools for you for one year and then yeah and then everyone just start again and then we, there's a whole conversation why how as if the economy isn't suffering enough uh yeah people don't like that idea
0: <laughs> they didn't so the
1: idea that i said where everyone stops they don't like it no, <laughs> no i don't like that one <laughs> um Tom um for me not at all but his eldest is only in year 3. Uh so for for me if you think they are in education from age 4 to 16 plus any higher education let's also don't forget add 2 years in college for hypotheses that's 14 years in education. For me, the time they will have had off is such a small portion of time into comparison of the full length, um, given their 14 weeks holiday a year. Um, if one was to split this extra time off over the 14 years um, education, it's only one week per year. So actually, he's saying they haven't missed very much. And you pr- they could probably do that over 14 years. Like if they just reduce summer holidays in the UK, this is particularly from f- from six weeks to five weeks mm. over the next, you know, just made a change. Or even if it was one day every um term like you know just did an extra day you 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 would catch up the time that's quite a nice way of looking at it anyway yeah mixed bag mixed bag so i mean but great it'd just be interesting to hear like i think it's education is something that's on everyone's mind especially um parents of course um oh well this is interesting this is from a secondary school teacher and then uh, then i'll stop talking um i'm a secondary school teacher and closing the gap is nothing new every Students starts a new year with gaps in their knowledge for various or different reasons. Teachers deal with this as part of their everyday role, whether the school plans a recovery curriculum or addresses it throughout the next few years. Teachers already close the gap every day, so I wouldn't be too worried about it. Of course, anything extra you can do to support your child is amazing, but basically try not to stress your child out worrying. Nice way to look at it, of course, but I guess... As a teacher, when you are differentiating in your classes between your lower ability and your higher ability, that's hard enough already. Yeah. You know, now you're going to be dealing with people who are potentially two years different in one classroom. And I think that that's a huge undertaking for teachers to deal with. Anyway.
0: So, um, the whole point of this conversation is um, everyone agrees with my let's, we should have just done nothing for four months and. Uh, <laughs> had a big party and let's, can we have an ice cream, please dad? Yes. You, no, you yeah. can't, we can't afford it. The economy is screwed. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. All right. Then got you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Sorry, JK, no one agrees. Okay. Thanks very much. Should we do the next thing? <laughs> have you got any new tech, Joe? Don't tell your mum. Okay. I'm going to make this one quick this week. So, um, you know that I try when we do tech stuff on, uh, this podcast, I try to make sure that I, I actually have, the product, so I know that it works, I love it, I adore it, so therefore it's going to work for you. So, yes. um, this week, yes, um, I have got this, and before you ask, no, not gifted, I bought this myself. So, this is the um, Nutribullet RX Blender and Food Processor, it's basically, you know, the smoothie maker. Now, have you got a Nutribullet? Yes. Alright, which one have
1: you got? No idea. Have you got the original one? It's not the one you push down, It's it's a, and it's quite big. Oh, you might have this one then. Does yours do soup as well? Mm, we have done a soup in it, but it, it, it mushes it up way smoother than I would like soup to be. But does it heat it up? Because this one heats. No. Ah, oh, no, 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 okay, so it heats it up. Yeah, yeah. So the, the first, the, the very
0: first NutriBullet, I think, was around about 600 watts. Okay, so let's look, and figure out where we are now. So this this NutriBullet RX right has got a 2.3 horsepower motor. You know that I love my horsepower. <laughs> Um, it's got lights uh, and it's got so what was the original 600 watts this one's got 1700 watts of power so that's how far they've come now Um, it's been pre-programmed to operate with hands-free smart technology so basically once you load the base on it starts automatically and it sort of um, it it tracks how, how how do I say this it sort of extracts your drink for the exact amount of time at the exact speed required to develop the the optimal nutrition. So it doesn't go for too long. So it makes sure wow. it keeps all the nutrients there. So it also features this built-in. It's called a super blast mode, which is a seven-minute heating cycle. And this creates like fresh, piping hot, nutrient-rich soups and sauces to so like your pasta huh? sauces and things mate honestly this thing is brilliant um, it's got this huge like it's, it's almost a 180ml oversized cup as well um, what else how is there how often are you using it so if you, I've done soup once just once however Charlie how long have you it? had it huh How long have you had it? Oh, we've had it quite a while. We actually got it at the start. Don't say that. You can't say you've had it a while and you've only used it once. No, no, with the soup. No, but Charlie uses it every single day, pretty much, for for smoothies. So that's why we got it originally. We got it at the start of lockdown because we were doing a lot of smoothies. And, um... I could have just gone for a normal Nutribullet, bullet but I thought Do you know what if it does soup as well I like that because we've got a soup maker so I can actually get rid of this soup maker which we never used anyway but if this yeah. is part of a you know a smoothie maker as well it's perfect um what else has it got oh it's got a a bonus hardback recipe book as well it's got about 150 pages it's got recipes it's got information to help you all about nutrients and stuff like that which is brilliant yeah um what are the stats so it's got the 1700 watts uh power output it's got a plastic jug 1.3 liter capacity a one speed setting and pulse function as well suitable for ice crushing some of these aren't so always look at that it's got hot blending removable stainless steel blades these are the double action blades as so it cuts vertically and horizontally. It's got 10 accessories, which I won't go through, but there's loads. Just check it out. Uh, Dishwasher safe parts. It's got a one-year guarantee. The price on Amazon at the moment, 119 quid, which actually for something this this big and this good is really, really good value. 255 reviews at 4.5 stars. So if you're looking for a decent blender, and a food processor, and a smoothie maker, and a soup maker at the same time, Nutribullet RX is the one you want. And we'll put a link in the description for you as well. There you go. There you go. I
1: like you, Jay. That was very succinct as well.
0: Thank you very much, Al. Yes, I'm a bit, I get I get knackered after I do my tech reviews. I think... Oh, I maybe we'll need lay to, down, I think I and probably, I'll tell um, you a story. I think I need to um, invest in some gym equipment, and then that will get me through the tech feature.
1: Yeah, suspension TRX. Get the TRX stuff. You
0: mentioned the TRX quite a few times. Have you got a free TRX,
1: buddy? No, I didn't. I bought it. Ah! What what are we doing wrong? (laughs) (laughs) I know we shouldn't be. (laughs) You know what I mean. Um... Yeah, I use our NutriBullet to sometimes make a cheeky Oreo milkshake. Yeah, no, but you can. You know, if you <laughs>
0: so stuff like that is brilliant. If you start thinking outside the box, for instance, we use ours to make amazing cocktails. Like you can make a a, a fantastic mojito in there when you crush the ice up, you put the mint in, you do all that. Honestly, NutriBullet's aren't just for healthy stuff; they're for healthy alcoholic
1: stuff. What's in a mojito? Remind me: ice, a bit so, of mint, rum, sugar. sugar sugar brown rum, sugar like rum, rum mm.
0: um yeah ice mint uh i don't think we've got any rum tonic, and, and
1: then tonic water. tonic
0: water you can use but again you can do other variations you know you put yeah. put lime juice in you can put lemon juice in that's what i love about i it. might make some for jen yeah yeah well you know it's not even just past midday now but that's fine absolutely fine yeah it's five o'clock somewhere <laughs> i love that expression
1: right i think we are all done aren't we we are absolutely right. But before we go, um, if you'd like any more information on parenting or if you have something else to share with us, then go to dadsnet.com um, and um, there's a little form on the dad podcast tab. Fill it out, get in touch and you could end up being on, on and included in an episode of Don't Tell Your Mum. A, a guy who um, I mentioned him on one of the previous episodes messaged yesterday saying, I've just been up to, I've just driven up to the Midlands for work. And uh, I had some time to therefore listen to the podcast, and I just heard that you were talking about me. So thanks, Al. Yeah, look at that! <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> It was good, it was all good, um, but yeah, you, you could end up being um, included in an episode, so do get in touch. Now,
0: I think we might be taking a slight summer break, but there will still be stuff going on. We're looking at uh, maybe you've you've joined us at uh, this part of the the podcast, maybe you've missed seasons one, maybe you missed season two, so we're going to try and rerun some some really good interviews that we did with and we're talking some mega stars, you know, there are some big people that we've interviewed.
1: Yeah, we're talking Ramesh Ranganathan. We're talking Bill Bailey, Bob Mortimer and Paul Whitehouse. um, Richard Curtis. uh, Who else else have we got in that list? Can't remember. Anyway, Uh, there's loads there. Justin Timberlake, did you say him? Well, he... I didn't realise we were going up to this season as well. Well, we don't, we don't have to. In which case, yeah, there's loads. Well, there's, there's loads. Yeah. In there. there's, so, anyway, we don't, we don't even know what's we, going we, on. We're, so. we're still in the, We're still having a. We're currently <laughs> having a meeting something.
0: whilst doing this podcast, which I'm sure is not the exactly. right thing to do. But hey, there you go. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah. yeah. Listen. Have
0: a fantastic. Uh, have a fantastic week. We still haven't got our slogan for the end yet. We're still waiting for that one. Do we know?
1: Yeah. No. Still. Still nothing. Um. But whilst whilst you're waiting for us to work something out, remember to rate us, subscribe to the podcast on Global Player or wherever you get your podcast and tell all the dads you know to listen to Don't Tell Your Mum. Until next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.